0: And now, here's your host of Shaping Success, Wes Tankersley. What is up, everyone? Welcome to Shaping Success. I'm your host, Wes Tankersley. If you haven't noticed, if you haven't seen it, we are not in the planned location right now. This is not where I normally record, nor is it where I'm going to be recording forever. Uh, We currently are in the process of getting everything moved into the new house. Now, this area is supposed to be for guests. It's a guest room, and it may be a little bit louder than normal. We're getting a little bounce off of the screen. Um, although it might sound just like it did before, because my previous place was a temporary recording space. When I first started this podcast, I was sitting at a plastic desk, or a plastic table, in my garage with an iPad and two lab mics. I currently am sitting at the same frickin' table, um, just because it is a temporary recording space. So Jay and I had been talking back and forth about it. If you listen to last week's episode, you know that Jay uh, co-hosted it or guest hosted it for me, which I thought, you know, hey, let's just do a guest host for a time. We had Wolf K do it before and and Jay's got some really good insights and I bounce everything off of Jay and talk to Jay all the time. So this is nothing new. Uh, Jay and I are really good friends and I thought, you know, he'd have a good message to talk about. So we had Jay do that. He talked about time and that's something that, you know, Do we have enough time? Whatever. Those are the types of things he talked about. And I say whatever because I've listened to the episode and you should listen to the episode and hear his take on time. Because I feel like Jay's that guy who does so many things. Like, he's going to edit this podcast for me. He is going to be the one who edits this. So he's going to have some feedback on how it sounds, where I'm at, because I'm going to have to record a couple episodes this way. Um, The struggle is interesting because... I've been waiting so long to have this studio and now I have the studio and I have to be patient about doing it right. It's, it's a great space. It has decent lighting in it. I'm probably going to have to add some more like soft lighting once I get it completely set up. Um, and it has soundproof walls. It has sound treatments inside the walls, not soundproof, but like it has quiet rock, which is something that I was really adamant about having. It has its own little mini split in it, so I have some air conditioning. The idea is to make it an inviting place to have people come and actually sit down and do an interview in my studio. The only thing I wish I would have done was put a bathroom on it because it would have been easy just for them to just walk. If you know, if had to go to the bathroom, you go to the bathroom. Otherwise, you got to go in the house. It makes it so that they don't have to come into the house to do anything. Um, but you know what? Money ran out. That's the way it is. This house is... Uh, bigger and more expensive than anything that I ever thought that I would afford. It's a beautiful home and we plan on living here for a very long time. However, you know, things get expensive. And so in order to make the studio space the way that I want it, I need to have a couple things going on. Um, and it's not quite there yet. I got some cabinets from the builder. She was gracious enough. She did a remodel. She handed me these cabinets, said this would be good ones for your studio. However, I looked at them and in the space, and they're just not going to fit the way that I want. I want to be able to put... Jay and I talked about this because he's like, well, yeah, I got to visualize the space. I got to understand how it's going to work. And we talked about it, and we looked at it, and we went back and forth, and he's like, you should draw it out. I'm like, well, I've drawn it out in my mind a million times. He doesn't see that because he wasn't there when I designed what I designed. But I have the space. It's off the garage. It's a rectangular space. And the idea is to put some cabinets with a butcher block countertop on top of them, make it look really kind of industrial, some floating shelves, um, you know, and put my memorabilia up there because I have like a bunch of giants, uh, stuff, uh, bobbleheads, things like that. The things that I am into and the things that I want to showcase so that people can see them. And I need to make a place for that to happen. And I also have my grandfather's chair that is being refinished, um, that will be sitting in the corner as if it's like he's watching me, you know, podcast and talk. So kind of a cool thing. Um, this chair has been in the family for a very long time. So I'll, I look forward to showing that to you guys as well. And it is, uh, you know, I'm very proud of what it is. I'm very excited for what it is. And it's something that we will be doing and moving forward to get it where it needs to be. Speaking of move forward, grab yourself a move forward shirt. Um, Someone ought to put that on a shirt and I did. So if you want one of those, hit me up, 27 bucks. If you're watching, you can see it. If not, go check me out on social media. i posted about it millions of multiple times. So um, they are great shirts, next level suede, very soft. Say move forward on the front. Got a couple of things on the side um, and we're working through that. Shirts, get them, help me improve the podcast. Jay said not to say that in the beginning or the middle, so, you know. But anyway, these are some of the trials and tribulations and the things that have been going on with moving. Getting everything unpacked, you know, it always seems one way in your mind and then it ends up being something completely different because you have to realize that um, it does take time, right? So it's taking time. We unpacked, we started out getting ready to move on Uh, We were supposed to move the Friday of Labor Day. And my little brother, thank God that I had him help me move the whole damn house, including a storage unit that was full as well. So we've been living in a rental for a while now. It's been super interesting the way that that has worked out. And we're lucky that we're in where we're at now. And I hate the word lucky. I shouldn't say lucky. I love, you know, like it's it's we're blessed, whatever it is, but like the hard work that we did paid off and it got us into the place that we're in. And it's helped us to continue to grow and grow and grow. Um, you know, when you're young, you don't think about something. My parents told me like, Oh, you should buy a house. I'm like, okay, I'll buy a house. So I bought a house and we lived in that for a while. It was very inexpensive at the time, but it was expensive to us because, you know, we both worked and went to college. And then I ended up quitting college and we had to sell the house because the job that I had made me relocate. So we sold it and then we didn't have a house for a while. And then we got one house and luckily the economy was where it was at and we were able to sell it for more than what we paid for it. And then we bought something bigger and then we were able to sell that for more than what we paid for it. And now we're in something bigger. And I don't think that's going to happen this time. The plan is for this to be the forever home. So we're working through those things and my wife when she's unpacking things, she wants to make sure that they go exactly where she wants them. She wants them to be exactly in the right spot because they're not going to move for a while. But then you're also finding out that you have, um, my friend, Joey, he was helping us move one day and he's like, he called me a hoarder. And I, I was like, well, why am I a hoarder? Like I don't, I don't hoard stuff. And there was some stuff that I kept. Like I, I keep these boxes that I move the computer in and I, I kept the Mac box to move the computer. I kept the guitar box to move the guitar. And we started thinking about all these things that we have. We had to go get a dumpster because there's not enough, you know, we kept boxes for like three years because we knew we were going to use them again to move when we moved out the last time. We're like, we're not going to get rid of those. We're not going to buy them again. And so we kept those boxes and then now we're getting rid of them, but we're having to either recycle them or fill up a dumpster or whatever we have stuff that we're like we don't need. We like to donate stuff. So we're donating lots of stuff. And we're like going through this stuff that we haven't had because when we sold our house last time and moved into this rental, we put half the stuff in the storage unit so that we could, you know, we just got what we lived because we knew it was temporary, it wasn't planned on something that we were going to stay and do, you know, forever. So we worked through that. And now we're going through stuff again. That process is a difficult thing. If you've ever moved before, you know exactly what it is. And it's funny because we have a lot of stuff, but I started to think about why we have what we have. And my parents, you know, they kind of are the same way. It's interesting to think about the way that when you're brought up that you don't have a lot of stuff. Like we grew up in the nineties. My parents had three boys that were growing. They couldn't really afford everything, but they had enough. They got us what we needed. We survived, right? We had what we needed, but we also didn't have what everyone else had. So like we weren't keeping up with the Joneses, Joneses, which no big deal, right? Like it isn't a big deal, but it was as you get older and you like can start to afford things like I was wearing Nikes, but I wasn't wearing Jordans. Everyone else is wearing Jordans and I was wearing Nikes. Not a bad thing. At least I had Nikes, you know, I didn't have something else, but we couldn't get the things that everyone else had. So we had enough, you know, when you're buying three pairs of shoes for three kids that are growing alarmingly fast, you know, um, my older brother is six foot one. I am six foot three and my little brother is six foot four. So like, we're all big kids and we were big fast. Like in the fifth grade, I weighed, uh, I think I weighed close. I had to weigh over 150 pounds. I was close to 200 pounds because I was five foot 11 and I was, you know, I was just a big kid. Same thing with my little brother. Like we all did all our growing early where there's a lot of people who catch up later. But anyway, buying clothes, buying all that stuff, you know, it's hard to keep up. So my parents didn't have the things that they wanted because they were busy providing us with the things that they needed. So when they got older, they bought the things that they wanted because they could. Same thing with us. But then we have all this extra stuff and we have a hard time. It's like, I worked for that. I paid for that with my own money. It's hard to get rid of something. It's hard to be wasteful. So then you got to donate it or try and sell it. I don't have time to sell it. I don't have time to, you know, like a big item I might put on Facebook Marketplace or, you know. Sometimes we used to put it on Craigslist, but I just don't have time to do that. And my wife doesn't like interacting with people, so she doesn't want to do it either. So we just end up donating it. And it's good stuff and it gets donated, but we have to be able to break free from that. I was looking through my clothes that I have in my closet, and it's like I get sentimental about shirts that I got when I was coaching baseball. Like when I was a head coach for Marsing, it was like, this is my logo I created. That is my shirt. That is my hat. These are the things that I created. So I have a hard time saying, I'm going to let this go. Because if I let it go, then it's almost like a piece of me was gone. And it's not. It's there. I have the memories. I have the pictures. I have the photos. I have all those things. So I'm learning to let go of stuff, which is a tough thing when you move because you're like, I have this for so long. Am I really using it? Is it something that I really need? And I have to decide that on my own. So that's One of the tough things that's been going on with moving, this move has been crazy. We've got the majority of it done. We're having to make new, uh, we have to have new routines because we lived in Boise, now we live in Caldwell. All of my jobs are in, you know, I do have some in Caldwell, I do have some in Nampa, if you know about the Treasure Valley, and I do have some in Boise. Well, if you live in Caldwell and you have a nine o'clock appointment in Boise, you're going with the traffic. Everyone is living out here and going there. And so you're going with traffic. So it makes it really difficult to get there. And so I'm having to make adjustments that way. My wife has gone back to work part-time, so she's working during the week. Well, this morning we had to make an adjustment, right? I had to drop my daughter off at school. My first appointment was at nine o'clock in Meridian. I had to be there by nine. I had to drop my son off in Star, which is a little bit further away. And it ended up being a 45-minute drive after I took a 45 minute drive to drop my daughter off. All of this to go like 15 miles. It's crazy. It's the way it is here. It's the way that this this area has grown so fast, so much that it makes things tough. So I'm stressed out about that. And it's really about making adjustments. I have to make adjustments. I have to have some patience in what I'm doing. And that's what it, that's where it goes with like the studio. It's like, I could get it going right now. I could slam those cabinets in the wall. I could do whatever, but it's not, I want it to be permanent. I want it to be something that is going to be there for a long time. Something that is, I can be proud of something that I can continue to use and make better instead of having to replace things and make things happen. So it's kind of where it's at. I want to get it set up so that I can have people there. Um, This episode, you know, is kind of just giving you that idea about what's going on with my life and that's where it's at. So you may get a couple more episodes from here and hopefully, you know, Jay can fix the audio so that it sounds a little bit better because really it's the content, but we have to make adjustments and we have to continue to move forward. And I can't take a step back. I have to continue to keep doing this. Um, it's It's a hobby right now, but I would love for it to be something bigger. And I always think to myself, I'm one episode away. I'm one interview away. I'm one step away from making it happen. So thank you for tuning in. Again, if you want to check out the episodes, you can go to westtakersley.com to go check those out. You can go to shapingsuccessnetwork.com to go check those out. Um, we're working through some issues with the website right now. There was a store on there. It's not there. I'm trying to figure out what to do. Um, I'm at a point where I can't really pay anyone to fix the website. So we'll have to figure that out, but I can continue to record. I can continue to push things out and continue to work through it. If you want to sponsor the show, hit me up. Let me know. Wes If you have any suggestions, guests, let me know. I'd love to have people on and just talk about how they created success. Um, we got to get that studio set up. I wish I knew someone who was handy, but I'm going to be the person who is handy. I'm going to get those cabinets set in there and then we're going to keep moving. So today, move forward. Hit me up if you'd like a shirt, $27 shipped. I got a couple different colors. On TikTok, I posted a video about maybe doing an orange one, but we're going to have to pre-sell them. If you want one, you're going to have to let me know. And if I can get 10 of them pre-sold, then I'll pull the trigger and get some orange shirts. Until next time, I challenge you to find the shape of your (laughs) success.